show. Uh, I'm heavy on gardening and vegetables for this week just because it's so doggone hot outside. But I like to find things I can cook that I can grow year-round. The first quarter of the show I did on vegetables that can be grown in the shade. Now we're going to talk about some vegetables you can grow in containers, which means they can be moved around in sun, out of sun, and you can kind of custom grow each plant. And it's, it's not a lot of trouble. It's easy. Some people like, and I have a lady friend that uses a number of self-watering containers. I won't go into selling them because I don't know even who makes them. But it works great for her, and, it, and she's done the best she's ever done. She always forgot to water. She always overwatered. But these self Watering containers were the trick for her. Now, you can also go online or ask me, call me. Maybe I'll do it on one of the shows. Show you how to make your own wicking plants. So you can wick your own pots. And that's sort of self-watering, except you build it a few dollars less. And I can, in some cases, feel like you can control it even more because you can use different size wicks, different size pots. But anyway, we'll get into that on another another show. But right now, I'm going to go into a, a few reasons that I think growing vegetables in containers first can be successful, one. And number two, can really broaden, especially for me, since my big reason I grow is to grow food to eat. And a lot of the vegetables and fruits and things that I want have become quite, right now, like two ounces of dill at the local market is almost $5. Two ounces now. A couple of ounces. I can't do that if I'm going to use three or four herbs in a particular plate. You got 10 or $12 in the herbs before you put your, uh, well, now, $6 hamburger uh, meat on or whatever you're doing. So anyway, that's one of the big reasons I'm getting back into gardening more. I've been traveling so much. I haven't gardened much in the last few years. I've talked about it. I've helped other people. Now I'm in a position where I can start doing some, and I've got well, four or five little places going right now and a couple more that's coming. So anyway, hang in, and we'll tell you a little about growing vegetables in containers. To begin with, I found some people think growing vegetables in containers just sounds too difficult to do. Well, it's really not true at all, folks. If you want to master it, all you need is a container with some drainage holes in it, some soil, some water, some light. One kind of sunlight mostly is the best, although they're actually indoor growers, and some time and patience. One of the first things you'll learn, though, that in growing vegetables in, in containers, the vegetables themselves are going to really need a lot more moisture. The root system needs water to keep the plant healthy, and if the plant experiences even a day or two of drought in those small containers, the entire growth process is really derailed, and you almost have to, if not start over, certainly be very patient. So remember, if you're not going to get self-watering containers if for the expense or whatever and don't want to take time to make them, you just got to be sure to be on top of your watering schedule and make sure to check your soil Every day. I know that sounds strange because in the garden, that's not necessarily always true. Now, I personally do it with my fingers. I've been doing it for years. But there are actually some decent moisture meters out there. Amazon, go right to them. They're a decent one's 20 bucks. It's not free. The old ones were very unreliable. But some of the new digital models really, really can give you a percentage of moisture in just a second. Again, I'm so used to dipping my finger in, and I'm pretty much lucky at that, but I've been doing it for 40 years. I'm going to list 12 or 15 vegetables as they come to me that are good for gardening in containers. Now, my recommendation is that you go through this list, and which ones do you like? Three or four or five the first time. Now, don't try to overwhelm yourself, but you'll be amazed once you catch on how quickly they grow 
in the right situation, number one, and how simple it is. It's not. It's a few minutes a day. It's. I always tell people, even in their built-up gardens, a four-by-eight garden, it doesn't take a long time. You know what it takes? It takes consistency. If you'll garden 15 minutes a day, 15 minutes every day, you can't do it and wait a week in two weeks. That'll, that's the, that takes nothing out of your life. It's a cup of coffee time or a, a glass of wine time when you get home, and you'll be amazed at how much stuff you can grow. So just because it is absolutely one of my best and greatest plants to grow, not because I just like growing it all. It's very simple, amazingly simple. It's also probably in 50% of the food I make, so you may not want to come eat with me, and that's garlic. And yes, garlic is a vegetable that grows really well in containers. There's, choose a, a wide, I, I, I have a little rectangular container, but it's not, uh, it's not really that very big. It depends on how many garlics you want to grow. It's in essence a little tiny raised bed. Uh, so you need to space out your garden with your garlic plants. Most all the species, the same about planting ratio. Some can be a little closer. I put mine about four or five inches apart. This year, I actually grew some real gourmet garlics, which cost a little bit more for the bulbs, but they're, some of them almost as big as baseballs. But I tell you, if you get into gardening, first, organic garlic is exceptionally good for your body. And when you get to used to using it, you almost, there's so many dishes that most people never think of putting it in. You can overwhelm with garlic because it's powerful, but that depends on whether it's cooked, it's raw, or whatever. But you can plant year-round in containers if you do it right and always have fresh garlic available for you when you need it. And first on most people's list is probably tomatoes. It's number two on my list. Nothing's better than a really fresh tomato right from your garden or from your container. I personally like the smaller ones. They're much easier to keep. The, the cherries and the, the little grape tomatoes. But I've, I'm growing San Marsanos this year. That's a bigger tomato, and that's supposed to be the, the go-to tomato for making your own, especially spaghetti sauces and other pasta sauces. But it's not difficult at all. Matter of fact, you'll be amazed, especially if you've got containers where you can move them around, watch for your pest on a daily basis. You'll be amazed at how many tomatoes will grow on one or two plants in small containers when they're watered and fed properly. Oh, and incidentally, lots of light for tomatoes. You can do a little less light. If you can get four or five hours on your garlic, you're fine. But your tomato really needs to be in the sun or as bright a light as you can get all day long if possible. I've probably already said it, but I'm going to emphasize it here. They need a lot of water. Think of what the water content of a tomato is. And then you've got a plant that might have eight or ten tomatoes on it. How much water do you think? They are one of the easiest vegetables to grow in a container, though. That's why I always recommend them as a starting point for beginners. And incidentally, I do know, I, I said vegetables. Tomatoes are a fruit by definition, folks. But most everybody calls them a, a vegetable. And that's, I've always thought of that till somebody educated me. And keep in mind that tomato, again, needs, maybe I won't stretch it, five or six hours, as I already mentioned. But as much sunlight as you get, in most cases, just gives you a, a higher yield. And in some cases, a, a slightly better tomato. My next for container-grown is cucumbers. Now, I'm a little particular. You can grow any cucumber you want. I found a source, and now it's the only kind of cucumber I grow. is called Armenian cucumbers. 
They're a long, slim cucumber, but they're so seedless that you don't have to clear them out or anything. And since my favorite, there's a couple of things I love cucumbers. One is, of course, as a whole cucumber, cucumber salad. And these work perfectly. You wash them. You don't have to skin them. You don't have to seed them. You have to no, just become part of it. The other one, interestingly enough, and I haven't done it this summer, but in the summer, there's some great, uh, let's call them lightly alcoholic cucumber drinks that are extremely refreshing in super hot weather. And are they easy to grow? Yes, they're really easy to grow. They may take up a little bit more space now. So that's the thing about growing them in a container. But they are easy vegetable, and they are vegetable to grow. You definitely want some kind of a, a trellis or a stick, stick, something that it can cling to for the most part. Although I have seen them even grown uh, up against a fence post or a, uh, a post holding somebody's porch up and it just was there for it was the container but the container let it grow up to the top of the it had plenty of room for plenty of cucumbers and this one might surprise you a little bit but you can grow carrots very well in containers as a matter of fact it's interesting if you want to grow carrots they actually do better grown in a at least bright bright light or semi-shade area and they'll really produce for you Make sure to provide your carrots with plenty of moisture. They, uh, it helps to keep the roots cool, and it also, of course, in, improves their growth. And I, there's still sometimes you need to do it. Nothing like the taste of a homegrown organic carrot. Sometimes when you've got one, once you start doing this, or you even go buy an organic carrot and get a regular carrot and literally have taste test. It's not a little bit of difference. It's a lot of difference. If you're a greens person, and I try to be more and more of one, I always forget them and have to go back and make them when the meal's half over. But kale will do fine. If you have a nice container, kale has, uh, has become sort of all the rage because it is perhaps one of, if not the healthiest single leafy vegetable you can eat, it's been shown. And the bad news about it is it's now on the dirty dozen list. Do you know what I mean by that? It's got one of the most poisoned things you can eat if you don't buy organic kale. And so it's, it's, it's worth the difference. Now, kale is a cold-weather crop, so it doesn't do well in hot summers. So be sure and plant you know, some spinach if you want leafy vegetables later in the year. And there's even, all, even some summer spinaches that go all through the year now that are really not spinach, but they taste like it. So if you're going to grow your kale, especially if you've got a container, be, you can grow it inside. If you got like a sunny, white, uh, completely sunlit window, but you have to have an air-conditioned house, then you can grow kale. You know, you can grow it all year round, but most of the time it's a cool and cold weather crop. Probably even best grown outside most places, but it certainly will work in your house in a temperature-controlled situation, which I don't have. I am living in an RV right now. But if you've got an open area, i got one big picture window. I actually could grow some kale right here where I'm broadcasting from at this moment. Peppers are another choice, folks, that grow very well in containers. The only thing I've learned, uh, at least with the peppers I grow, is that they have more root than I thought. Uh, you might want a, a pretty good-sized container that's 10 inches deep or 12 inches deep to plant your, your peppers in. But they'll do just fine. You can have a variety if you want the real hot habaneros, or in my case, I grow some of the did grow. Tamus, Texas A&M, which is a giant, big three, four-inch long jalapeno, but it's not near as hot as others. And then, of course, uh, serranos are one of my favorites. And I even like some of the red peppers and some of what they call the sweet peppers. And they will grow in containers with a little patience and a lot of light. 
And one last surprise that was actually introduced to me a few years back by a friend that's a, a sincere indoor gardener. She's someone unable to get around as good as she used to, so she's turned her patios and everything into container gardens. It's amazing what she's growing. And the one that surprised me was cauliflower. She grows tons of cauliflower, and she says there's nothing easier. I've tried it. They just grow if you take care of them. But do realize, if you're going to grow cauliflower, it takes some space, folks. You know, the ones you see all broken up in the, in the store maybe not look as big, but a good, good cauliflower needs eight or, eight or ten inches deep uh, in as far as the depth of the soil and maybe a foot and a half wide, at least a foot uh, for each plant because they really grow big and they grow fast. But they're beautiful. The plant is attractive in itself. I've even made cauliflower flour, believe it or not. Somebody taught me how to make pizzas using cauliflower dough instead of any kind of wheat dough because both of their children were what we call gluten intolerant. And I mean, it really made them uncomfortable. But the pizza dough looked, tastes like pizza dough. It was really amazing. It took a little bit more work. But anyway, just another use for cauliflower most people don't think about. Hey, just a quick rundown on things in a container you probably know and learn more about it than I do. Let me know. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters. Thank you.